0: hello everyone this is ashish welcome back to momentum podcast the weekly podcast on career and here we talk about a lot of interesting stuff we do it weekly and if you want to enhance your career better tune in in today's we are going to talk about three different activities that i did in my life or three different things that i pursued in my life that surprisingly gave me great results and these are not the ones that your parents told you to do growing up like study or read newspaper whatever the hell your parents told you those things did not work which everybody told me to do and these things that nobody told me to do actually helped me a lot in growing further in life in very interesting fashion see in general if you do what everyone else is doing you are always going to get the result what everyone else is getting but here's the like tricky part over here that everyone wants to do what everyone else is doing because that's safe that road is very well paved and it will be easy to follow that because you know the map you know the directions and there are multiple others to tell you how to proceed but also everyone wants a different result like you want yourself to be better than others, right? You always compare for that very reason. But why do you expect yourself to get anything better when you're doing exactly what everyone else is doing? So maybe that's the reason why when I did something that others were not doing, I got results. That was what I was looking for. So the number one thing over here is martial arts. Now martial arts is pretty popular right now. But when I started martial arts, I was eight years old. So we are talking 2002. And uh, forget about mixed martial arts. Nobody even heard that bird. But at that time, karate was the go-to martial art that you can go for. And you would be finding karate dojos. And even my school had an extracurricular activity as karate. And uh, back then, what you would be watching was Star Gold and I think Sony. And there were some television channels and there was at least one martial art movie showed every Wednesday or Thursday like that so that was a weekly routine and I used to go and at that time if you are going to watch martial art movies on television you're mostly watching Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee that's it those were your two options others you might be watching but you don't know their names later on I found out about others but at that time that's what I was watching so it was pretty cool So I thought that school, I want to do it basically because it was cool. Like they were dancing and fighting at the same time. Look, I did not like dancing, but it looked cool. And uh, they were throwing flying kicks and all. I said, I want to do that. And also like when I was in third standard or so, I was getting into a lot of fights in the streets in in school, in the bus. I do not know why, like If I think about it properly, I do not know, maybe the kind of neighborhood that I was growing in, and there were just boys who would want to duke it out. And there were like couple of people that I was always having tussle with. And sometimes it became very bad. Like it, it got to the way that all the other people around us got involved and parents got involved and we got hurt badly like both of us so it was the way that i was growing up maybe i had an anger issue early on or maybe that was my outlet or i just needed to just beat someone up i don't know but mostly it was not me beating someone else If if I do proper analysis of it, I was always a skinny kid. You can look at me I was not the huge bully that later on did good diet and then turned out to be skinny I was always skinny matter of fact. I'm the most muscular that I have ever been. This is it (laughs) I was skinnier before so a skinny kid does not really pick on others, but On the contrary, skinny kid always gets picked by others. So there were always a bunch of fat boys. I'm I'm saying it. That's it. Fat boys (laughs) who who thought that they could just pick on me, take my lunch. But I was the kind of person who was not going to give them my lunch. That's it. And when you say that, then you got to fight. Maybe that's the reason why I used to get into a lot of fights. So... I got into some and don't remember much. I just remember that once we got into a deadly kind of very brutal fight in the backseat of the bus. Don't know who won, don't know if I got kicked my ass or someone else did. But then that got carried to the streets and then that got carried to our homes and then our parents got involved and it got nasty. All right. So not a righteous way to start it, but... I knew that I had to learn how to fight because if I did not, like I said, I was super weak physically and I I did not have the kind of mentality that I'll be able to just give up and get the shit kicked out of me. So I decided to join martial arts like karate. That was the only option. Initially, that was in my school. And then later on, I joined like a separate dojo much more later on like Five six years later, and uh, for two to three years, I did it well. I even participated, won some medals as well. But ultimately, my school changed, and then I left it for a while. And then I got the exposure of internet. Two three years later, and then I started going through a lot of videos on the internet, especially taekwondo. So. There was this one YouTuber called Kicker, and uh, he does not upload much, but he made fantastic Taekwondo tutorial videos and watching his videos, I was able to do spinning back kicks, spinning hook kicks, even up to tornado kick or 540 hook kick, very advanced techniques. If you look at it, no karate school actually teaches that to you. Shouldn't say no. no, none that I went to ever teaches that. Not even MMA schools can teach that most of the trainers won't be able to do it. Until unless you're a hardcore taekwondo practitioner, you won't be able to do those kicks. I'm just going to share some of the videos so that you can get an idea. So I just started practicing it in my room. Closed the door and did that. And after 10th standard, I decided to join another karate class. And this time, do it properly. Do it in a way that I get a black belt. Because the whole getting into fights thing and getting into arguments thing continued forever it continued deep into my college life as well it's just that in my college life i was very serious academically and that's the thing about our country like in this country the nerds do not get picked on seriously i do not know what kind of experience you had but when you look at hollywood movies the nerds always get picked on right the one with the glasses and studies a lot and spends time in chemistry lab that's the person who gets bullied But over here, that's the person who gets respected. Because that person has performed well academically. That person generally has good respect. Even the teachers will be taking his or her name, making them the class monitor and all. I think in India, the one person that gets picked on is a person who is best of nothing. The average one. Because the bottomers will be the tough kids, right? They will be bunking classes. They will be forming gangs. They will be they will be like doing all kind of radical stuff and you don't want to mess with them they are the one who think i think will be picking up on the mediocre people who are not good in academics they are not good in sports they are skinny maybe or maybe sometimes even fat and weak don't know all right whatever the case might be they are the ones who you would think is not good when it comes to fighting and defending so i was in that category always but again saying that Just being weak, but having the mentality of not giving in, that combination will automatically lead you into some combat sport or learning how to defend because you are not going to back down. So what are you going to do about it? So you are going to learn how to defend yourself. So this is the thing that I liked about martial arts. And these are the things that really attracted me to martial arts, even Mm. when I was watching those Bruce Lee movies or Jackie Chan movies that the smaller guy is winning against the bigger guy even when you look at ufc 1 Hoyce crazy is w- winning against a gigantic person like ken shamrock so that is what attracted me to martial art that there's still a possibility like you do not need to be super giant uh, to to defend yourself or to just defend yourself that's it like <laughs> oppressing and all not going to get into that but you can't do that and martial art is that science that makes it possible and that's what kept on attracting me to martial arts because i even even in 9th standard or 10th standard tried eating a lot and even tried lifting weights to some extent amateur as it was but I just could not gain weight. No matter what I did, I could not gain weight. I used to eat eight or nine chapatis, which was like horrible to do. And that is not going to help you gain weight. But, you know, like misinformation and uh, lack of knowledge, that's what people say. Eat more, you are going to get bigger. Did not work. I have a super fast metabolism. I'm skinny as it is. So, and which is a great thing. Like earlier when I was... 14 years old 12 years old or so people used to say that you're too skinny and now when I'm crossing 25 the same friends getting fatter (laughs) and saying that you're lucky that you're skinny so that's the great thing but is looked down upon when you're growing up so that's how it always went and that is why I was always attracted to martial arts but When I was 16, that's when I seriously started pursuing martial art in a way that I'm going to be disciplined, and I'm going to earn black belt no matter what. And at that time, I had only two years to get the black belt because I knew that after 12 standard, I'm going to get into some college or the other, I'm going to leave this place. do not know if I'll be able to continue, so I have two years to get a black belt. So that's the first question that I asked my sensei, whatever, the coach. Like, coach, how many years am I going to need to get a black belt? And he said four years. It's a four-year curriculum. You can do it in four years. Everyone does it in four years. I did it in four years. That's it. So <laughs> I said, man, I need to do something about it. So I just enrolled and uh, thought that I'm going to give multiple examinations. sometime some way or the other going to speed up the process. And by the way, by the way attaining a black belt in a karate dojo is not a big deal like it basically requires money and you giving stupid examinations now right so i'm not going to sit over here brag that i'm a black belt it's pretty easy anybody can do it and most of the martial arts schools and dojos are mostly focused on making money so if you pay money to give examination you're going to give examination and you're going to pass that examination that's how simple as it is and it costed somewhere on 350 rupees per belt or so so I gave first examination and got the yellow belt and then I think I gave double examination and orange and green simultaneously and then purple white and brown maybe simultaneously two to three belts I used to keep on giving and even at that pace in two years I was able to reach only till purple belt that's it Um, and after that from college whenever I used to get back in summer vacation or so. I used to keep on giving these examination ultimately got the black belt right before the Indian Army interview that was at the end of fourth semester so it kind of did take me four years <laughs> so that's a curriculum like you will have to spend that much amount of time I think uh, it took me a little bit lesser than four years maybe three and a half years or so but that's it but the point over here is that all of this process even though Attaining a black belt does not require any specific skill. It was not like I was not developing any specific skill. See, if I'm in danger, I'm not going to hold my black belt. It's not going to protect me as if it's Lord of the Ring. So (laughs) I have to learn how to protect myself. And so more than what I did in the dojo, I did in my room watching online internet videos. And just learning the technique on my own, rehearsing it again and again. And that was first time that I realized that I'm good at this and also I'm good at something because I was not good at anything till that point. Not in academics, not in sport. Even I tried participating in football and track and field, but I was not good at anything. But martial art being the individualistic sport that it is, it helps you to develop at your own pace. Other sports, if you play cricket, you play football, well sometimes when you go to the field and you see everyone else so so much better than you you kind of have this "Ah, okay i do not think that i can make it or something but martial art you progress individually right if you are really trying to learn the art you are going to be focusing on this is what i am today and i'm going to improve on it and i'm going to keep on doing it till i'm better so that's what martial art taught me very early in life that if you work upon any single skill, repeatedly, you are going to get progress and you are going to improve. And another good thing about at least karate, I will say is that it gives you a promotion kind of thing that shows you the physical representation that you have improved. So today you were white belt, tomorrow you're yellow belt, not really tomorrow, but a few months later, you are yellow belt, then you're green, then you're brown, and you're learning more and more advanced stuff. So this kind of physical, visual representation, we do not see in any other place. Like we do not see this in academics, like, okay, if you're studying this much today, this is how much you have improved, or this is how much you have been promoted. You do not see the skills. For example, physical activities. Today, I was able to throw a front kick, and six months later, I'm able to throw a round kick. One year later, I'm able to throw a turning sidekick. So I'm, I can see how much my body is developing. So this is true for any physical activity. Even if you look at, let us say basketball, you will see yourself progressing. So you can pick anything, but physical activity shows you and puts it, engraves it deep down in your bloodstream that if you put efforts, you are going to improve. And this is something that a lot of people who have never tried to work upon anything which is physical might not understand to that detail. Like they might think that, okay, yeah, I know that it works, but until unless you know no, know, like you understand it to the point that it's down to your subconscious, you're not going to actually believe it. So that's what I took from martial art and applied it to academics. So now I can, understand what is going to happen if i put the efforts if i put the repetitions, and if i put the time in to study i'm going to improve for example uh right after getting into college i started working hard i started studying engineering well whatever the subject you might throw at me physics chemistry mathematics at that time first year basic subjects were there i just took any subject and decided that i'm going to score good marks in this and I studied day and night. I studied well. But ultimately when the results came, I did not perform that well in the first sessional of first semester. Every semester was divided into two sessionals. And basically you can think about mid-sem examination. So I did not perform that well in mid-sem examination. But because I knew that from my martial art experience that if I keep on putting work, that it is, it is all only going to go in one direction that is improvement that's it that is the only way it works in real life you put time and effort into any skill it is going to improve only it's not like it's going to degrade or it is going to stay constant that's the physics that you learn if you have already worked towards something and have seen improvement from your own eyes so even though i did not get that much good marks in midsem, i kept on working and In the final examination, final semester examination, I was the topper in all the subjects. I was the section topper. And I think that if I did not have the experience of martial art, I might have given after putting so much time and effort in first mid-sem. I think that's what happens to a lot of people. That they put effort, they do not see result, and they think that "Eh, it's useless. I'm not made for it. Maybe I'm just going to live a normal average life. that's it but that's how martial art influenced me that you know how it works you know the physics of how it works if you want to improve in life i think if i look at it objectively i had a bit of anger issue and a little bit of violence into me and a lot of people do not like to acknowledge it but i think a lot of at least i can say it for boys have this and instead of suppressing it or thinking that it is something demonic how about you channel it properly because i think what it is ultimately with most of the boys is a lot of energy right a lot of energy trapped into a body if you do not let it out it might turn into frustration if it finds a negative outlet it might get into drugs and violence but if you channel it properly like let us say martial arts or sport or anything where you can exert your body. Because we human beings did not develop like sitting in a desk, speaking into a microphone and looking into a camera. This is not how we developed. And when I say develop, I'm not talking about past 50 years, past 100 years, past 300 years. I'm talking about thousands and thousands of years. We were roaming around in the jungles, trying to find food, trying to survive. And all of a sudden we are here trapped within a room with artificial lights where you can see and read everything in midnight as well. So that is not what our genetics is tuned for. And also when you look at history of human beings, it's full full of violence, all right, wars after wars. How many of you guys think that you might be having ancestors who fought in some war and that genetics got transferred and now you are sitting in a room where a teacher who is not interested to be over here teaching you chemistry. So it is kind of a mismatch. So your genetics needs some outlet and that has to be done in a channelized positive manner. And I think that is the requirement of a physical workout. Even today, when I see that I'm frustrated way too much, I'm angry at literally the smallest of things. I always check out when was the last time I worked out fuck that was four days ago i need to work out right now and that really sorts things out there is never a time after i've worked out where i'm feeling depressed never ever and you think i'm not depressed i'm depressed a lot of times like sometimes things do not work out not depressed like clinically depressed you get the point but sometimes things do not work out i'm just sad Uh, looks like it's not working or it's not going any direction then i work out I'm always positive, like I can conquer the world. And these kind of fluctuations in general might be happening in your life, right? Like sometimes you are very happy, sometimes you think that you cannot you can do anything that you want and sometimes you feel that you cannot do anything in your life. But there are a lot of variables in your life which are influencing that. Maybe it might be the diet that you take or the exertion that you did physically, or the kind of rest that you had, the kind of sleep that you had, the kind of interactions that you had, all of them are influencing it. And uh, you can control some of those influences as well. And workout is one of them. You have to exert your body. And that definitely is going to help you out. These are the things that silently improve your life. And sometimes we look at a person and think that, that person is just born genius that person whatever he touches turns into gold but at the same time you do not look at the tiny things that that person is doing like the tiny things what does that person do every morning oh, i do not know no, he runs then he has breakfast and then he starts studying he studies all day hey look, look at that you dummy he wakes up every morning and goes running you did not pay attention towards that right So that's the tiny thing that most of us overlook. And you, oh, he studies all day. I'm going to study all day. Hey, but he also goes for a run every morning. How about you pay attention towards that? I'm going to take another example. And the second thing that changed my life a lot is that when I got into college, by the end of second semester, I started doing something very unique that I bet less than 1% of undergraduates do in their college life. And that I started religiously daily, on a daily basis, started speaking in English in front of mirror. Now, a skinny kid growing up without much academics, neither sports skills, generally produces an introvert. That's the recipe of an introvert. I was super terrified of talking to anyone. But when I started working towards my academics, I understood that I have to be ready for interviews how am I going to be how am I going to express my skills and knowledge in front of the interviews if I can't just talk to any stranger I'm incapable of doing that I'm terrified of doing that so again I think to some point to the subconscious unconscious level the same martial art philosophy helped me that if you work onto it repeatedly it is going to improve And that is what I was talking about. Like sometimes you know that, okay, consistency is important. Routine is important. Planning is important. And workout is important. But it has not gone down to the belief level in a way that you don't even need to think about it. That's what I'm saying. Like when I was thinking that how do I improve in my speaking or how do I improve my spoken English? At that time, I was not like consciously thinking that, okay, From martial arts, I learned that if you work upon something repeatedly, you're going to improve. But naturally, that answer came to me. Hey, you need to work on it repetitively. Whatever you do, you get better at that. Simple as that. How about you need to get better at speaking. So you start speaking on a daily basis. Speak in front of mirror and observe how you speak. And you're going to get better every day. Even if in a minuscule level, you're going to improve. So that's what I started to do. So you just need to look at the objective and ask what you need to do to improve. And whatever the answer is, you need to do X, Y, Z, do that every day and do that consistently for months and years and it's going to work out. So those are the long-term returns that we do not have the patience for. Anything, any skill that you want to develop requires and demands time as well. And you have to put that time all right okay it's not a product that you will be able to buy with money all the money of this world will not give you a better spoken skill if you're not going to speak on a daily basis observe how you speak and work on your weaknesses so that is what i started to do in the second semester itself by the end of it and just found time whenever my roommate was not there because it was a weird kind of thing right speaking in front of mirrors basically speaking to yourself and i was super uncomfortable to do that in front of a roommate so whenever my roommate would be going outside with friends or maybe in a class and i was having an off off day or something then i would be speaking for just 20 minutes or so and then i just started recording whatever i spoke so that i can listen to the way that i'm speaking and initially it started like okay i want to make a diary entry what i did throughout the day so people generally write down right not generally like some people generally write down in a form of diary entry of what they did i think that concept is obsolete i do not think that any of the kids today is doing that but there used to be a time long before so I thought that maybe I should record whatever I was speaking and uh, that would go like a journal, kind of a documentary so that I can look at it five years later and see what I was thinking. Never did that, never looked back five years ago, uh, see what I was thinking because I was too terrified that I'm going to sound so dumb. But anyways, that when, when I was recording, I listened to it at that time. And when I started to listen to myself, it was horrible. Definitely. You ever record yourself sometimes don't people do this? Like they try to sing in a microphone, <laughs> nobody's there. They try to sing in a microphone <laughs> and then they listen to how they sound, delete de- delete, delete from bin. Freaking nobody should ever hear that. Right? In a similar manner, if you if you speak and record in a microphone and then listen to your own recording, you are going to be you're going to be disgusted of yourself but that is important because now you know how horrible you sound so what are you going to do about it either you're going to improve or you're going to live rest of your life knowing that you sound disgusting so i chose to improve upon myself and found out the tiny things that i could work upon the first thing that i found out is that i was speaking very low in a very low tone as if someone else is going to hear what i'm saying and then I worked upon that. Increase, increased my volume. Increased my energy. Then found out a lot of connectors. Eliminated them one by one. New connectors. New eliminations. And uh, there are various ways of improving your communication skills. Like uh, sometimes we speak in a monotone, right? That is boring. So these are the things that I've already talked about in Art of Speaking. Tiny plug-in. Go over there. Enroll for the course if you're interested in know the whole concept and the program. It is a one-month program with live sessions, recorded sessions, and uh, regular assignments. Anyways, coming back to the point. So I started working on it and stuck to it. Stuck to it for the next three years. And nobody found out. Throughout my college life, nobody found out that this is what I was doing when I'm alone. And uh, if someone would have listened to me from outside the door, maybe they thought that I was talking to someone or they thought that I was crazy. But... I knew that this is improving my communication skills and by the time just one year later when I was sitting for Indian army interview it was a undergraduate level interview that interview would be giving you an entry to SSB round which is the physical round so in one year itself it gave me immense confidence like now I know my ground and now I'll be able to express myself in the language of English that I was sure of and I did well i Performed well and I got selected out of 300 or 400 people who appeared. I was one of the 20 who got selected. I did not appear in the SSB, however, because the SSB dates coincided with my GATE 2016. So I chose GATE over there. And then there were a lot of campus interviews like TCS, I did well over there. That interview went flawless. This was one year later. Capgemini had a group discussion round, I qualified that and uh, later on i used this in the barc interview or isro interview or all the interviews that i appeared in but that's all that it needed like one year time was needed for me to gain the experience to gain the confidence and then it only got better from there like even three years ago i used to sound kind of low compared to what i sound right now i've improved in the last three years as well you can go and watch my earliest videos so you can keep on improving as long as you're putting energy now tell me how many people do you think does this like speak on a regular basis i know a lot of my followers have started doing this but that's because they know that i've been talking about this for a long time and they know that this works but in that time and age where nobody was talking about it i did what most people did not and that gave me results right so you have to think a little bit different and nobody is going to encourage you to do these things like nobody encouraged me to go ahead and practice martial arts nobody encouraged me to speak on a daily basis i did it on my own because i saw growth and progress and a thing about martial arts that i would like to add over here is that what martial arts gave me i do not know how much it was correct or how much it was wrong but it gave me a sense Of confidence that I can defend myself physically now that I might have been proven wrong and got my ass handed over (laughs) in a real fight but a lot of times when I got into any physical kind of confrontation I was calm I was not panicking in that situation and I think this is a big insecurity of all humans in general all humans have the deep genetics of conflict in them And I think this is what they're terrified the most of. Physical confrontation. You might beg to differ, but I think that deep down, everyone is afraid of physical confrontation the most. At least in this day and age where things are very civilized. But if you're afraid of that, and you have worked towards that, and you have eliminated that one fear, then I think that reflects in a lot of other things. Even, I think raising your hand to ask a question in your class because you're not afraid of any, uh, I can understand that raising your hand in the class and asking question, nobody is going to beat you up and you do not need to defend yourself. But I think that there's some fear that is always holding you back. What martial art does is that give you confidence that you're good enough to defend yourself in a physical confrontation. And if that fear is eliminated, kind of one of the shackles of yours is broken and you can move faster and further in a similar way i think people are also extremely terrified of verbal confrontation a lot of people actually if you think that you are one of the very few who are terrified of talking in front of others you're not you are actually part of majority majority of the people would like to avoid those situations in which they have to talk to a stranger or talk to a crowd that does not know them so most of us are terrified of verbal uh, confrontation actually there was a study that shows that human beings are more afraid of public speaking than they are of dying do not know how much accurate it is but makes sense humans are terrified of speaking at least in front of public and recently when i was speaking in this ted talk when i was preparing for it beforehand that's when i started to realize that how difficult it is to talk in front of a crowd and they're just going to stare at you and listen to you and are you going to choke somewhere in the middle are you going to be able to give your information the way that you planned are you going to forget about the things that you wanted to say how are they going to judge it is a terrifying situation for what reason we do not know again maybe we can go back to the genetics and understand that these are situations where you need to prove your point or you need to pitch an idea in front of a crowd and that can make or break your life like if you go long time in the past and they are like herds right and they are a group of armies and you need to motivate your army or maybe there's a there's a revolt against you and then you need to convince a bunch of angry people that you are the best leader in this spot so there's a lot of genetical embedded uh, what do you call it? implantation in your mind that influences the way that you behave there's a reason why you love stories because that is how we have communicated for the longest of times that is how we communicated information and a useful information is uh, better translated in the term of story for example what was that story that uh, every time a, a kid used to lie that there's wolf in the village and then when actually there was a wolf in the village then he said that there's one and then nobody trusted him right so that gives you a lesson but it was told to you in the form of a story right so there are various things that influences the way that you behave and your fears because you are human right and you need to find a way to to properly establish yourself or enhance your life in a way that you are living your life right now like the current scenario where you are still influenced by thousands of years of history of human being so the two things that humans are most afraid of are verbal confrontation and physical confrontation if you got those two down you're basically fearless, and then you really go for what you want. Like people ask me, how how did you dare to take this decision of leaving Israel? Weren't you afraid? Like how did you make these decisions of preparing for Israel, risking your training school? Weren't you afraid? How did you quit your job? Weren't you afraid? What did your parents say? What did your friends say? Like these things came natural to me. Like I want this, I'm going to go for it. I want to build a skill in this domain. I'm going to go for it. I want to speak in front of so many people. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to organize seminars. I'm going to go for it. What part of that was actually influenced by I'm not afraid of these two things, verbal confrontation and physical confrontation and no way, shape or form, I'm over here bragging that I can beat someone's ass. No way. But that skill and knowledge and time that I spent in martial arts, gave me a confidence that normal human being does not. And even if someone has that confidence without the skill, that person is out of their mind because there's no proper skill to back that up. And in a similar manner, you will be seeing a lot of extroverts who like to speak a lot, but they do not work on their skills. And someday or the other, they are going to meet a person who is actually more disciplined and can do the same thing better because that person has spent time in it so i wanted to talk about the third thing that was kind of uh, other people would not be paying that much attention on but i think that it influenced my life a lot and uh, i think it helped me a lot to broaden my perspective and this is again something that you're not told or sometimes you're told you should not do that at all but that was video games and uh, I'm not talking about the modern day video game where you're online, hell online video games. I don't think that it helps in the same direction or at least in the perspective that I'm talking, but the video games that I played like Prince of Persia, Hitman or Assassin's Creed or endless number of video games that I played, I think taught me a lot about the world, but that is a topic for another day. So we could only cover two. But we might be covering this in the upcoming Solo Momentum Podcast. How video games influenced my life. I think it is, again, a very, very important one. The way that I act today, the way that I think today, were highly influenced by martial arts and my speaking skills. And now video game is also another one. That's the third and the last one. And I'm going to talk about it in some other Solo Momentum podcast. I don't think that we'll be able to discuss any questions. Sorry, even though I promised in the beginning, but you put your questions down below because the next one I'm definitely going to be taking your questions, and that's how it is going to go. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, There used to be a podcast called Talk Talks, no, Talk Vlogs, where I just used to discuss my past experiences. I've talked about it before that Talk Vlogs has been merged with Momentum Podcast, and that's it. I'm going to talk about my past experiences in the Solo Momentum Podcast. That way it is neat and clean and it's more organized. And this was one of them. If you want more of such, let me know down in the comment section. Let me know down in the comment section. What else you would want me to discuss and auto Speaking course is going on and link will be down in the description box. You want to enhance your skills, want to know the proper methodology, want me to help you with it. Go ahead and enroll today. If even if you don't enroll, start working on your speaking skills even if you'd never get into martial art or any kind of physical activity speaking skill is definitely going to help you out in anything that you choose to do that's about it guys i'm going to end this podcast over here see you next time till then bye